You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number. What is this? Three hundred and twenty-nine. My God, the Centro's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, uh, joined by executive video producer, audio engineer, and the guy who presses stop nine times out of ten, Mister Zach Bertram. <laughs> and it's been a week. And our uh, our co-host today is going to be a very familiar voice, but he's been promoted to co-host chair. A uh, lot of. Uh, Really, no responsibilities at all. Mark Fultz, welcome. It's good to be here. Glad I got the position finally. Uh, you've been work. You've put your dues in. Uh, we finally agreed to a salary, and we said you can do it if you wear those special little uh, gloves. Uh, where your finger? T- what, like my gloves? Those are your, are, what do you wear those for? Are they a style choice? Uh, people think that it's convenient. It's like just enough to keep your hands warm. Okay. Because I mean, your fingertips a little bit, but it's like. You can still function, like grab things, touch things, be on your phone or whatever. Are they are they gloves or are they part of the hoodie? They're actual gloves, yeah. They're legitimate yeah. gloves. Are they custom and, made yes, or do you have I, to make you have to cut like you don't this. you don't cut the fingertips off? This isn't like back mom, in the day where you make jorts. Yeah, mom used to hate me when I would find gloves like these around the house because I'd always take them and cut them because I always like these gloves and they're they're very convenient. Fine, then I realized, oh, you can just buy them like that and then they won't frail. They're, <laughs> they're, like they're legit. Yes, I like my gloves. All right, you can't. They're not good for committing crimes because they can get your fingerprints. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so don't do crime in these. Don't. But do you can pretend to not be married. I'm not married. Like, well, obviously, with the gloves on. Exactly. But. You will never know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you could go pick some girls up in the in the bars act with those. Yeah, because these these are the shows. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you roll ladies. into a bar with those gloves, and the women just start flocking. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, funny. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll laugh. We'll laugh. Hopefully you'll always learn something new. Like where, where would a man buy a set of gloves like that? I think I bought these from Amazon. Just, just fingerless gloves. See, this is Amazon. Jeff Bezos brought, made the world a smaller place. You I could, believe he, I bought them on Amazon. He, I could be he, wrong. Because those, that is not something you could have bought back when we were kids at the Alco. Like those were not around. The Alco. I forgot about that. What was before that, though? Uh, it was never a Kmart, though, was it? There was a Kmart, but it's where B-dubs is. Uh, right. What was the thing before? Val? The Val. Mm-hmm. The Val. There was some, yeah. I got in the wrong car at coming out of the Val as a kid one time. I got in the car. I'm like, why does this car smell like cigarettes? I'm like, I'm like, got in the wrong <laughs> car? I'm like, yeah. it was exactly like my car. You got like, human traffic? Like my parents' car. I was like a little kid. It was It's like, Newcastle. It, I guarantee it was a Chrysler. <laughs> it was yeah. Dodge Omni. There were a billion of those in town. Burgundy? Yep. Yep. I got in. I was like, where's all this stuff? And you know, like, <laughs> it's in my car. Got ran away. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, that is spectacular. That is spectacular. Uh, similar story. I was a kid and somebody that I, my parents knew, but I didn't know. I'm sitting in the car. My mom and dad had gone in. Mom had gone into a place called Woody's, which is a tiny little uh, convenience store. It'd be like going to Village Pantry, street parked. 
and all of a sudden some dude gets in the car and starts moving the car. I'm like, who the hell is this in our car? <laughs> and I'm like, and, 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 and I did, they didn't leave. We moved like two parking spots and that was it. Wait, they didn't leave. Well, they, they left, they got out of the car. But they, I, we didn't gotcha. like drive away because we, they didn't realize that their Grand Theft Auto had a witness in the car. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Grand Theft Auto is one thing. Kidnapping. Oh, yeah. different. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I was just told, oh, that was a friend of your parents. Uh-huh. Sure it was. Sure it was. So we run Milford in the chat brought up service merchandise. Service merchandise was awesome as a kid. Man. You go in there. They didn't have anything. On, they just had an example on the shelf. And you pull a tag and you go take it to somebody and then they would go find it in the back. And then your product would come down this big conveyor belt from the back of the store and come up to the front. It was awesome. it's like Ikea now, except that you have to you yeah. have to go get it yourself. Yeah. You have to out of the yourself. warehouse. Yeah. They came and got it for you at service merchandise. It was awesome. Uh, Got to say thank you to uh, to all the patrons. Uh, we just did, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes or so on the troubles of durable medical equipment. DMEs. Is that the, is that the right phrasing? The link, the business lingo. If you know what company to avoid, wrong guy. Yeah, pay up, and you get my 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 sob story. I'm special, and I don't like being treated like I'm a witness at the BMV. He names names. Mm -hmm. I told the story uncensored. I I I told my testimony. Uh, the big timers, the top level patrons, uh, fifty dollars or more a month on this show. Uh, you get yourself right here at the top of the episode. The wonderful Christy Avery, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Norwich dealer, new line just dropped. John Phillips of Andy Moore, Buick GMC, and uh, the dashing young and uh, uh, well traveled Anthony Meyer. He uh, he did his uh, his wrapped. He's a truck driver. He he somehow seemed to avoid Nevada. He hit about every other state, but he he had this crisscross mapped out of all the places he's been. I think he has a gambling problem. He's trying to stay out of the state. I don't know. It's yeah, that's the rumor we're going to go with. But he was staying out of Nevada. You think that that's the the state you'd want to go to, not the state you want to avoid, unless you had a gambling habit. If there's one state you had to avoid, if there's one state you had to avoid, it would be probably be Nevada. Really? If I had a gambling problem, well, a gambling problem, yeah. Oh, one state I had to just avoid, just skip out. If you're like like one state, we're just being salacious. I have no idea if you have a gambling problem or not. You can gamble anywhere. Lord knows there's Indian truck I stops. T- I can tell you the one Indian gambling establishment. If somebody said there's a state you don't care if you ever get to, it'll probably Mississippi. Because I don't think anything good happens down there. You're right. What have they got? I mean, like, Georgia's got, like, Atlanta and some metropolitan areas, whatever. And they then, have, like, crazy good food, though. Like, Alabama's got Barber Motorsports Park. But Mississippi, oh, don't know. I'm trying to decide what state I want to piss off. Yeah, I don't care. I don't see. I don't know anybody. Ohio. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Christy Avery. Got new Jack's Donuts in Fort Wayne. Bless you. I'm gonna go to New Jersey. That's probably an easy one to avoid. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell needs New Jersey? I've been there. It was fine, but it wasn't special. It wasn't special. No. I, I I don't I don't think my God. You know what? I need to complete my year. New Jersey. Another trip to New Jersey. That's uh, that's where we're going. Okay. I I have a confession to make. I listen. Not only do I produce, or no, I don't produce, I, I contribute. I, uh, dare I say, lead this podcast. Uh, but I am a listener, an avid listener of a number of other podcasts. And if I'm a listener, I'm a contributor. And I sometimes send tweets out to the hosts. 
and uh, the Pete the Planner podcast, uh, Pete, the pa- Pete the Planner radio show, uh, originates, I believe, in uh, Carmel, Indiana. Uh, at least that's where their uh, their world headquarters is. I think a couple of the hosts are actually uh, connected by Zoom. Um, I have become a running joke on the program for about the last two years where I, it's hard to go about an episode where I'm not mentioned uh, because I, I say, Pete, you're just in a big hurry because he's, he's always, he's always doing a show and he's worried about the clock because they, they their, their podcast is also a radio show and he usually squeezes it into a work day. He doesn't have that. He doesn't do a show at night like we do. Uh, so it's like 10 o'clock on a Friday morning and he's always got an appointment to get to. And he says, I don't have time for this. We don't have time to be messing around, but then he messes around for another half an hour. But he so he's overrunning the meetings. Uh, that's become an ongoing thing for the last year and a half. Damien uh, Dunn, not related to Pete, he he's Facebook friends, and I, he's probably going to see this. Uh, he said he he discovered, and we're going to play some audio from the show. Damien discovered that I have a podcast and sent it to Pete. This is the top of their episode uh, that aired this week that they released. We're going we're gonna to play it, and then uh, we will do a little reaction and perhaps a rebuttal if it's necessary. And go. Here early in 2024. Made a nice run at the end of last year. Uh, friends, you brought to my attention that Jeremiah, listener of the show Jeremiah, who regularly uh, gets upset with us because we have other things to do, turns out he has a podcast in which the episodes are roughly two hours long each. <laughs> so, you know, for, for like a person that has a two-hour podcast, hey, who has time to record a two-hour podcast? And who has time to listen to a two-hour podcast? And yet Jeremiah is out there just like, hey, take your time. It's like, really? <laughs> I got a job. I, I don't know that they're all two hours. It just happened to be the one that I clicked on was like an hour 47. It was which, Tom which seems episode. Seems like a lot. I, so we should have people listen to. Well, yeah, it is a two-hour podcast. I told you. Maybe we just like you. You listen to ten minutes, and you listen to ten minutes, and then compare notes, and uh, we, we can just do a summary. All right. So people should listen to Jeremiah's podcast, but I've never listened to it. Is it explicit or anything? Uh, Only after I believe eight. there may be some adult language there, but I don't know. I'll listen. I like I said, I saw it. I listened to the, basically the cold open. And I haven't made it past that because, well, coming back after a long break means there's a lot of stuff to do. So I promise I will listen to an episode. Though. It's got a great one. it's got a great title. It's better than the name I of know. our show. <laughs> I know. Uh, Boss Hog of Liberty. <laughs> so if you want to take nine hours of your day to listen to a half of episode of Boss Hog of Liberty, by all means, go subscribe. It, it will probably have more meaning if you live in Indiana, but if you don't uh, and you want to get caught up on everything that's going on in Indiana and maybe some things that will still impact you, give it a listen. A couple other housekeeping notes. My comedy show did take right. place at Victory. By the way, that comedy show was with our, uh, our Boss Hog alum, Joey Molinaro, Victory Field. I think that was an endorsement, guys. I think I, I, I think that he's all in. He's uh, that's that's a strong endorsement that you should probably that you're doing the right thing by listening to this program. Yeah. And so I will I'll defend this a little bit. We have had two longer episodes the last two. We had hour 45 with Tom Saunders, hour 58 with our kind of stay of the show with dear leader Spangle coming and Harry. And it was the, it was the Chris Spangle episode, I believe, yeah. that they had uh, that they had they had noted. Yeah. And so but. Prior to that, it was like 51 minutes, hour and a half, hour 25, hour three. I mean, if you go I comparing notes here, I, I pulled Pete's stats. 
uh, the, the show where he's complaining about us was an hour and 22. And the one before that, their rap, their year end show was an hour 26. So I think we're in the we're same right wheel. there. We're in the same wheelhouse. We just, we might be a little longer. We just aren't so busy with life that we have to cut our shows short. We can, we can sit back and enjoy ourselves if the conversation's right. And it's what we do sometimes. It's like, I feel like you guys keep a steady like hour and a half. It's usually like an hour 15. Yeah. And then we're like, but if we have, like I said, if, if you know, we're not going to tell, hey, hey, Tom, enough good stories. Like, you know, we let our conversations come to a, a logical end. I always prefer a longer winded podcast. You can always fast forward and listen I mean, to us like yeah. we're Mickey Mouse. Last week, we were, people were begging us to go longer. Andrew Bowman was begging us to that. That will happen sometimes. Keep talking. So people want more from us. Now, I, it, it should be noted that, um, I think there is an E for explicit on the, on the, on the, on the label. Uh, they noted that. Yeah. Yeah. The language on the show isn't usually too awful. It's, it's usually. It's PG thirteen. I would yeah. say if if anything, it's PG thirteen. It's not terrible. We have an occasional R in there. Depends on the crowd. But yeah, for the most part, PG thirteen. Depends upon whether Dakota's had one or two drinks. I think that's the that's <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference between. We'll be R good R tonight because Dakota's not here. Uh, <laughs> Mark brought a cooler. Oh, that's fine. Uh, uh, there's only two. We'll keep it PG thirteen. All right. So, Mark, you, I, I didn't realize. That you have an absolute affinity for sports. Oh, absolutely! Big Chiefs fan. Big Chiefs. Big Kansas have, City I've Chiefs come fan. Around. I am. You. You. You're a Taylor Swift fan, is what happened. Yeah, I'm a Swifty. I guess and, you say that. <laughs> so Taylor Swift goes to the Chiefs game, and I assume you guys, you and your squeeze. Yes. Not married. We checked your finger. Yes. Yeah, um. Confirmed. Confirmed. That's wrong. That's not. That is not. The, he raised <laughs> his right hand. Or my bad. <laughs> that's how it shows how much I'm. That's like, how interested. not married he is. He yeah, doesn't even know which I hand. Doesn't know which not, hand it would go on. I'm not. Yeah, Tell me, you, you, went to, you went fan. to Kansas City for the uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals, and I thought, oh my gosh, they're tailgating the game. I never would have thought Mark would gone because I guess Jesse, our, our, our mutual friend Jesse, there's no way in hell he's going to a sporting event. So I'm like, ah, oh, Mark's not into that. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, they're going for the Bengals because they're kind of our local team. And that's not the case at all. Nope. So t- tell me what the story is Chiefs. here. Uh, this is actually my second game. And no, I'm not a big fan of either the Chiefs or Taylor Swift. Um, I don't dislike football for the record. I'm not a sports watcher, listener. Any, I'm not into it at all. I can't get into it. With that said, I've watched more football like this last season than I've ever watched in my entire life because of my significant other. Kinsey is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Because she is the one driving the sports in the family. Exactly. So I mean The NFL is working. They're trying to attract women. They arranged this uh friendship between Travis Kelsey and uh and, oh, yeah. and Taylor Swift. From my information was Kinsey it, was is, she a Chiefs fan before this year? Oh, is yeah. this a She's lifelong been a fan for a couple of years now? Okay. Yeah. Um big crush on Patrick Mahomes. No, she actually talks the most crap about him the whole time and like I've kind of come around too cuz I I'm starting to put together like players names and stuff now like okay. cuz normally I I don't I don't care. I don't have any investment into it. It's fine. I'll watch it, tolerate it. It's okay. But no, she be makes, over this weekend. If they lose, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess it seems like a big deal to her 
I'm like, if they, if they lose whatever game or whatever, I don't know. I don't even know who they're playing. Who are they playing? They play in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joey Molinaro's team. Oh. Do you realize how cold that game is going to be? Where's it at? In Kansas, Kansas City. City. Oh, it is. This weekend. City. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like five below. We supposedly got that big cold front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, we you guys we got were there the, for New Year's. And you guys, it was, it you guys cold. got the Peacock? What's that mean? The Peacock. It's a streaming service from NBC. Oh, that, yeah, Dude, that I game, don't know. It's the Peacock so, game. on Peacock, isn't it? There's yeah. another problem I have with all of this. It is so commercialized. It drives me nuts. Going like, to the game or watching with, the TV? Being at the game. So oh, like, yeah, it's this is my this is my second insanity. time. This is actually my second game I've been in Kansas City. And it is fun. I'll give you that. I had a lot of fun. I, I would definitely go back and do it again. It is fun. The stadium is cool. Kansas City is cool, too, just for what it you is. You guys drive there? Yeah. It's Hoosiers. only like an eight-hour drive. Full Midwestern. Goddamn. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it's really not. It, it does get him. pretty boring. It's only eight hours. You have, nothing. you have to like cross the Rockies before a Midwesterner will break down to get a flight. I mean, if you're heading like Colorado. Next, that's, next yeah, month, I'm going to San steep. Juan. Two, two quick two quick asides. I'm going to San Juan next month. Cannot drive. I've checked every way possible. You have to take a plane or a boat to get there. Oh, two, I was talking to Tanner Purdue today. He's like, I've never been on a plane in my life. He's full Midwestern. Don't ever want to get on one of those flying death tubes. I'm not doing it. I'm driving. That sounds like Jesse Riddle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So Kansas City, second game. Yeah, this is the second game. And I mean, it is fun. Just overly commercial, though. Yes. Um, It's just like... I'm sitting there like trying to get into the game, like just watching it because it is better on TV. You get to see everything and hear more of know what's going on. Um, But I'm I'm just sitting here like standing. I'm like, why, why are they not playing the game? Like the clock stopped. And it's like TV timeout. You see, you see the little guy in the field with his his orange arms. Don't care. He's like, Like, he's in charge. He's in charge of that entire building. Like just so Bud Light can have another like 15 seconds. Like it drives me nuts. I'm like, we're playing a game here. I'm like, so play the damn game. You, yeah, you paid. Just, you drove eight hours from Indiana to go see this game, but no. Again, and this is me as like a spectator that is not invested, that doesn't have a stake in the game, that doesn't care. So like, I see this from the outside, and I'm just like, it, it's it's weird. It's very weird. But like, I don't know. It's just it is just so overly commercialized. This is nuts. this is this is going back to like in in media eighty years ago. You would buy the newspaper and it would be the local news would say, oh, so-and-so and his wife visited New York City. And this is the account of what they did. And they would publish it in the newspaper. Mark went to Kansas City and we are talking to him about his trip Big to deal. Kansas City. This is the same thing they would have published in 1947 in the after the war that you went, you, you got to see the big city. So tell me more. Did you tailgate? We tailgate. Yeah, it was that was fun. And ironically, the people that pulled in right beside us were from Indiana. Couldn't remember their names. Were they from Lafayette? Were they from- well, one of them was from like way out uh, somewhere down south. It might have been even like Vincennes, maybe. But Please like, tell me, like, oh, you guys drove too. Yeah, it's not they did drive. It's only eight hours. Yeah, they did drive. They did. Obviously. But yeah, they had yeah the it's car. just overly commercialized. And not only that, to add to how that is, it's like if we're at home watching it on the TV, it's just like, yeah, they'll do like two, three plays. And then it's like, boom, straight to another commercial. I'm just like, so you, you're still new enough. You don't understand what's going on with that, though, right? Because they actually will only go to a commercial at certain times. They won't just. It, it's not like the basketball it's, where they have a planned TV timeout. Yes, to an extent. Like if like there has the to be a timeout on the field or, or a change stupid, of possession like, or somebody's hurt. Yes, yeah, I'm picking up a little bit of that. And it's like when I ask these questions, I'm just like, it's still just I don't like my answers all the time. But 
I don't. I, I don't know. I just think it's so overly commercialized. If and I, I would go, see this all if the time I go to too. an NHL hockey game, I would feel about like you do when you go to, when I when you go to an mm-hmm. NFL game, where I, I I pretty much understand, but there's still shit happening. I don't. I don't get. Yeah, I can't. I don't know anything about hockey. Right? It's just besides it's brutal. Hockey. Yeah. It, yeah. It moves like so. The NFL, the average game, which is sixty minutes regulation, has about eighteen minutes of actual action going on. I mean, so, yeah, they I know like they've got yeah. it down to such a science mark that but, a game yeah. kicks off at one o'clock and it is done between 402 yeah. and 421. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like it is that that is a window for TV. Yeah, and it's remember, it's in there. I've only been to one NFL game and I was shocked at the amount of time. It's just like, well, we're waiting and well, we're just, waiting and we're waiting, looking at the replay. Yeah, we're waiting. Yeah. And just like, you know, like, well, I guess it's a whatever they're playing music. So they're not going back right away. And it's like, it's a, ama- I'm amazed that like I went to one game and it was a one o'clock. I had to leave my house at like nine 30 and I got home at like six and I was like, what just happened to my day? Yeah. So, it's yeah. completely gone home on TV. Way to go. So I've been to the, la- I went to the final two Colts games yeah. of the year. We did the new year's Eve game with the Raiders. And then I was entertaining some customers for the, uh, the Monday night football game, which was on Saturday night. It was the, uh, one of the three national TV games. Uh, and it was the, the Colts season ended. It was over so damn late. <laughs> it was over so damn late. It a game kicks off at eight 15. So we, you know, we, we, we rolled in at like, I, I, I needed to get a reservation downtown Indy. So we, we checked out a place. We got there at four 15. And they were trying to rush me out of there too. And I'm like, we're here for the game. So we stayed until seven in the restaurant, eating, drinking, doing whatever, go inside the stadium, enjoy the game. It goes until the very last moment of the fourth quarter. Cause I, unless it's like season on the line for an NFL game, I generally try to observe the ale theory. They always leave early because it's, you know, I'd rather beat the traffic, but I was entertaining people and it was literally the season's over. If we don't win this game. So we stayed until the very bitter end. And then our seats are up in the 500 level. So everybody, three quarters of the stadium's ahead of you. You're not getting out ahead of them. You're yeah. just stuck at the top. I mean, you know, like, when I, I haven't watched NFL in a couple of years, but when I would, if I watched like the culture playing Monday Night Football, I went to bed at halftime because I had to go to work the next day. And it was like 10 o'clock. It, it's like, well, they're eleven uh, o'clock in the stadium, and I and I'm like, I I looked at the buddy next to me. I'm like, I normally tell my wife right now, I'm so happy to be in bed and at home because yeah. I just go to sleep. You're as far and from I am, home as possible. <laughs> I've got to I've got to walk yeah. out of the stadium, get to the truck, start the truck, fight traffic, and then drive an hour home. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah so I'll elaborate with that. That's that is hilarious. So this uh, last game, well, the New Year's we just had because I went to the last too much New Year's. The last New Year's game, too, in Kansas City uh, when they played Broncos, I guess. Kinsey's super into it, my girlfriend. But anyway, um, yeah, everybody was like the life of the party, like while you're in the game. As soon as you get to the parking lot and try to leave, every one of you hate each other. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. hilarious to me yep. as I'm watching, sitting, suffering with everybody. Get I'm out of least, my way. I'm at least getting a little bit of joy watching like everybody, like just went from <laughs> yeah, Mark, Patrick Mahomes, blah, 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 to like get the F out of my way. Mark's like, favorite part of the game is parking lot ass. <laughs> well, so we did get lucky. And I told him when we were pulling in, I was like, dude, park to the edge because I don't want to be stuck in the front and we're all going to be pissed trying to leave here. And that's exactly what we did. And we got out of there. Very easily. I have walked. Sure. I've learned to never Kansas city is different because it's like a gigantic field. I think they share a parking lot with the baseball team, like the baseball stadium and the football stadium right there together. But Kansas city is just 
off I-70, this massive parking lot with everybody surrounding the stadium. It was built in the 70s, old school design. In Indy, it's downtown. So there's like surface lots. You're not getting out easy. I've made the mistake of doing parking garages, and that's even worse. That you, oh, you were five like, like two ways in, two yeah, ways out. Well, in your five floors up, and yeah. all those cars have got to get out ahead of you, You're and all time. of those cars on the street are already. I'm never doing that one again. And chances are they can't even get out because the streets clogged in front of right. them. So yeah, yeah, you're just stuck. Yeah, that sucks. Did you buy any drinks at the game? Yeah, I did one. I bought one drink at the game. How'd it go? It didn't go well. Didn't go well at all. Did you try to use, did you try to pay with a $20 bill? Um, actually, I did pay with a $20 bill. Did you? I did pay with a $20 bill. Because I think it's in India, it's all cash, uh, it's cashless. It's no, all. I didn't. What am I thinking? Yeah, I was totally, uh, totally card. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like, duh, obviously the, for the price point, I was like, yeah, I had to pay for a $20 bill. Change. Yeah. 20, all right. So 20 to, or 1495. For a 25 ounce Mick Ultra. I don't know what my other options were. It was like, like that or Coors Light or something. It was all the same price. I'm just like, don't want to pay that, but here I am. So I paid it. Um, makes it easier to round up to 20 bucks after tip. It, you're right. It does. And they have the nerve to ask me as I'm making the purchase to ask if I want to leave a tip. The answer is no, no, <laughs> no. And it always will be no. So is it the a person hands me my beer, pops it open for me, which I get they do that. But what if I wanted to do that? I get that. It's league rule. It, it can be a, it can they be a safety issue. They I won't do let you keep a lid on at an yep. NFL game because there or were some angry fans that threw stuff out on the field. Exactly. It's so waste. so now they have to take it off because they don't want the liquid. Well, they want it to come out in air. Yeah. If you yeah. buy a bottle of water, they won't. They'll take the cap from you. Oh yeah. If you go into you know. Clips or whatever it's called now. The, yeah, the Deer Creek Verizon off. Wireless Music Center brought yeah. to you by uh, Royal Mortgage. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> you had that loaded. Oh you yeah, said that before. Oh yeah, it's a full Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've, all I do is I just add the next name onto the end. Oh, that's awesome. We'll, we'll learn it together. Deer Creek Verizon Wireless Clips Music Center brought to you by Royal Mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> would be great if they just with places like that if they weren't allowed to take the old sign down they just, hit just you hyphenate. slap it over the other one it's like somebody that's <laughs> seven x y you just, just hyphenate they just down. kept moving over it was just like marking out one and moving it over and moving it over god that's awesome that'd be great <laughs> so so you that you were presented with did they now was it a draft beer or was it a can no, it or a, a bottle 20, it was a 25 ounce can and they want a tip they have the i i can't remember the uh, the tip amounts, but it's like the three tiers or whatever. And I'm yeah. going to say it was upwards of you like 18, 22 or 25%. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It was upwards of that. Yeah. And I'm just it doubly crazy. Cause one is, I mean, that person's got repetitive stress injuries from popping all those cans or whatever, but you're paying a percentage on an overpriced product. Like more than overpriced. That more is, than overpriced. Yeah. Oh, that is gouging at yeah. best. Like, no, I'm not, uh, not a chance. And like the people handing me the beer and opening the beer, they, they know damn well they're not getting a tip. Like, no, what are so, you doing? You, you've done nothing for me. You, like, I, I think I grabbed it out of the cooler and brought it in, like in the line, which I'm like, oh, that's great. I can at least like choose exactly what beer I want instead of telling them, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that it made a difference. I mean, she's, yeah, you, you grabbed it yourself even. Yeah. For the Colts and Raiders game, I, we, we, held down because we had really bad seats way the hell up high we held down just a circular table where you could stand at and you could drink 
which created the moral obligation to continue to visit the bar. Right. Yep. It's because we're, we're using the drinking table and we had to, we had to keep them flowing. Um, there was, there were two bar choices very close to me. There was one that did mixed drinks and there was one that had all cans. So if I was going to the mixed drink people, no problem. If you're, if you're making me a rum and Coke, I'll, I'll tip you. Oh, tip. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, that's that, different. Can, They're actually doing that. a service. You also might yes. get like a stronger drink out of it. Right. Oh, yeah. Your choice. So the first one I ordered, Zach, yeah. I was like, oh, rum and Coke. Okay, cool. So I look at this thing and I'm like, oh, wow. She was really taking care of yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. She I'm, put I'm, in two, she that. put in two, two jiggers. I'm like, huh, I didn't check, say the size. And then she brings it up as double. I'm like, I didn't order a freaking double, but okay, uh, fine. Oh, whatever. So, so instead no, of being no, no, 950, no, it stops there. she orders the, nope. she, it's like 1485. And I'm like, Whatever. Okay. Nope. Fine. Nope. Fine. No, that's a problem. I'll drink it. I guess it's fine. I didn't go back. I had the one there and I was done. So then I'm like, all right. So everybody else at the table came back and they had the canned mojito cocktails, the canned ones. So I'm like, and those are 10 bucks a piece. I'm like, well, I got nickel probably, for $14 there, over yeah. there. So that place was like a walk in, like a drive through cooler. You just walk right. up, open the fridge up, grab what you want, go to the front counter. They they open the thing for you. You pay. Give me my twenty percent, please. And then the first time I'm like, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't tip them. I, I I hold strong, Mark. I held strong. I don't think he should. But then I realized after I'm standing there drinking it that I'm going to spend the next two hours next to these people seven feet away because I am literally right next to them, holding down my table, so, their table, their you know. I'm, Wait, I'm basically posted. A, it's at the football game. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like the table for their bar. Are they serving you? Like, no. Come into, no. They never volunteered uh, to serve me. I don't, I don't feel obligated. So I shouldn't feel bad about that one. A can. Like I, I just don't. The year is 2024 and it is so difficult to know when we're supposed to tip and when we're not. And oh, I think is. by talking through it out loud, we we gain the strength not to tip when they make it awkward as hell, Mark. And I try to reflect on it like with me, cause like with I'm new to tattooing and those tips are really more than helpful. I sincerely appreciate it. Like, do you think those guys only that. make tips for the day? Not always. Cause I, mean, I like, I think the receipt always says like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, beach Grove basketball boosters club or whatever. And they're making a percentage of something off of it. But I wonder if the servers only get tips or if they just donate them back and it's all a donation. I don't know. I have no clue. But I don't know. Like, and I was listening to some podcasts on the way here just to like, just energize my brain about tipping and just thinking about it. Like, just like tipping culture and just, you know, if you're a waiter, a waitress, server, whatever, and, ex- you know, your hourly wage is, two bucks or whatever two and some change and then expecting the customers to pay your the rest of your wage like i don't have the answer for it but it just it seems it seems grimy because you can get away with not making anything for the day and you know and that could just be at the helm of you know, if you just have bad, you just got absolute jerks. Yeah, but again, like I'm not going to tip you if I'm uh, if you hand me a 25 ounce. People are supposed to make up to get you to minimum wage, but still, it's not worth your time. I generally pay them a wage. I'm I try to be a a good tipper, but I generally tip in a situation in which that employee enhanced my experience at that exchange. Like, and sometimes I had we had a, a restaurant next to where I worked that I would get carry out from. Um, 
and I tipped her because when you roll, when you walked in, your food was ready. You had plates, napkins, everything was ready. She's, she had like, what kind of dressing you need? And she double check everything, make sure it was good to go. And you walked out and there was never an issue. This is a local spot. No, this is in Indianapolis where I work, but well, yeah, I mean, she hustled. Like- she put effort into my carry out order. Mm-hmm. So therefore she got tipped, but. Some places it would be like this. it would be like going into Casey's general store. I, I'm waiting for that. Grabbing grabbing yourself a, a Gatorade and then going to the front counter and they say, All right, please tip me. That's I mean that's what that's what it, it was. will come to that. Like I and I feel like it's already there. But like to elaborate with yours a little more, like when I lived in Shur- uh Shirley, there was a, the local bar and it was like right after and during the pandemic, I mean I'd be hitting the drive through which is a weird thing for a bar, but they <laughs> did serve food and that's what I'm there for. I'd be, I'd get a breakfast sandwich and head out. I would tip like two, three bucks like here and yeah. there. And it's like, I know you're, it's just through the window, but they also like actually made the food for me, but it's also like, I'm not going in sitting down at your establishment and you're not waiting on me, but I would still tip them. So I'm not like against it by any means. And especially like a local spot. That you like, want to tip when it's appropriate. I, yeah. And I, I mean, I wanted to help out. I do want to help out, but I'm like, it is getting out of hand. Like I, I've seen the meme a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure Spangle might have shared it about the uh, the Walmart checkout, self checkout, or something. Yeah. It's like, how would you like to tip? I'm like, who me? Yeah. I'm like, I feel like it's coming to that, and it's yeah, there was during the holidays. There was also, I think it was like on December 12th on Facebook. There was a Facebook event, and it was the self checkout employee holiday party for Walmart. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm interested in this. Like, yeah. So we should actually like follow through with that. So so going into this side, the the next level problem that I've had is do you guys have you guys have debit cards or credit cards where you can tap to pay or use your phone to tap to pay now? Have you have you gotten into using this at all? I haven't used it at all. I'm not aware. I of have it. one card that I can and I have my phone set up to through PayPal, but I almost never use it. Hmm. I'm never sure if it works. So it, it is so awkward. It is so awkward. NFL, the tickets. So it's the near field communication thing, right? So your, your debit card, your credit card has got the little, looks like a little Wi Fi on it, right? So you go to the machine and it's, and it's okay. Tip, go ahead and, and, and pay and you tap to pay. You tap. It wasn't ready yet. And then you tap and you, oh, it didn't work. And then you tap and then you like, you tap, you tap. No, you don't insert it. You just tap it on the machine at the little area on the screen. Okay. Tap to pay, and then it's like okay, processing, and it's good. And it, it seems brilliant, but it's awkward because I don't know where to tap, and I feel like, uh, okay, as a geriatric millennial, I just don't know what the hell I'm doing. Well, I feel like if I was 19, they would they know where the hell to tap. Yeah, and I don't know where to touch it. Because I'll tell you, the one thing that I think everybody's pretty familiar with, because to me it's a square, is they have the little pads, and you get an insert in. To it, or mm-hmm. it's a tap and pay thing, and it, but it's got the LEDs on it. So whichever one you're doing, it'll go ding, 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 and when it goes four, four green lights, you're good. Whatever it was you're doing, inserting, tapping to pay. Mm-hmm. But the problem is too is like on the pads that you like type in your pin number or you can sign or whatever you know it's yes or no all that crap i don't know where to tap on those yeah you don't and, know if you hit the top of the screen up, the bottom up, of the screen what? about 75 80 percent of them say insert your card tap to pay is not working so i don't even i've you've just given up the dream well, i didn't even try like so my, my actual bank debit card doesn't do it like so i could probably use my phone to do it but i'm not going to get out my phone and go dig out the app and stuff like that i'm just not really interested in it and half the time you don't even know and chances are that the cashier doesn't know either. 
because sometimes I, I have done it places before where I could tell it was going to work. And the cashier was like, I was the first person they'd ever seen do it ever. So I don't think it's common <laughs> for people to actually do it. They're like, oh, that worked. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so, yeah, so it does work someplace. The NFL two years ago eliminated paper tickets. They do not have paper tickets to events. It's all digital on your phone. So you have to, they handle it through Ticketmaster and then there's the Colts app and then you can, you, you find your tickets and then I add them to my Google wallet, right? So I get to the little kiosk and instead of having somebody with a barcode scanner, now it's like, okay, you find the ticket on your phone and you basically tap to pay to get in the stadium. Well, I was the first day, it's the first year they've had this. I don't know. It's, it's like the 10th home game of the year they've had. But for me, I'm the moron that doesn't know what I'm doing. So I'm holding up the line of 400 people behind me trying to get my four people in that I brought mm -hmm. and I'm tapping and I'm tapping and I'm tapping and I'm like, I don't know, guys. And then you go to tap down here. I'm like a foot off on the machine of where I'm supposed to be tapping at it. I'm, I'm hitting the big, top of the deal. It doesn't say like tap here. There should be a bullseye. This set, or like a picture of your phone where your phone needs to be. Like painfully easy. Painfully yeah. easy. So this doesn't happen. Because yeah. then like on the phone, it's like, oh, you can pull up a barcode. But that's a whole like two other steps. And I, do you, does this create anxiety for you? Because I, I don't feel like I have anxiety until I have this stuff happen. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I'm having to learn in front of everybody, you and, you're the problem. and I got to get in the game, and I got all these tickets, and I'm what the hell's going to happen? Don't step aside, sir. Tickets would you already had better. to go through the the molestation to get in through the past the security guys. I'm not. Big, I'm not a big fan of e tickets because a lot of times the issue with me is I'm almost never e ticketing myself into a place. Uh, every time I've ever used e tickets, I'm e ticketing an entire family. Yeah. So was, I've got four people's tickets. Oh, yeah. So then it's and the rigmarole right of, okay, I'm trying to make sure I flip. Okay, we got this one down. Ding. Next. Ding. Next. And even if it's done well, it still takes some time. And then, and then half the time, it's like, okay, you need to, when I'm going up, pull the app up, make sure it's up, take my screen brightness and go full bright because if it's remotely oh, yeah. dim sometimes, that won't work. And then make sure that like my screen's not too clean or something like that and that it's not too reflective that they'll cause a glare or something. It's, yeah. Technology. And then you're worried that it's better now, but back in the day, you know, when you first started flying, with and Jesse Riddle would never understand this, but when you would you would fly and you would use the digital one, you go, oh my god, I can't I can't kill my phone battery today. I got to make sure my I've got enough keep, phone yeah. battery left that I can get on the airplane here. Yeah, so don't scroll the entire time you're there. It, here's here's the last gripe. Uh, the last gripe about ticketing in this is that back I'm a salesman, right? I, we would have season tickets to events. You would always have the excuse of, hey, have the, here's the handoff. So it's a chance to go get in front of a customer. Even if you're not going with them, you give them their tickets. So you drive to their office or you go meet up, whatever. And it was a way to connect. Now it's just, yep, okay, just send me your email address. I'll just send, send it right over to you. You never get, you never get the handoff. You never get that little, little, oh yeah, I remember who gave this to me. So the Colts, it's games, just a digital version. Do they not check a ticket to allow you into a grandstand area? I have. Not since they've gone to digital ticketing, they'd stop doing. I have that. never, I've not seen a single person check to make so sure they that gave I'm going up on that because that's the thing. Like, there was somebody back there, and I suppose they're there if there was you a could problem. show them your ticket on the yeah. phone. If so if there was a conflict to it, but, but like, they've, I did not have a single person use it as a qualifier to say, "Hey, make sure you come in." Because like, you bring in three or four people, yeah, there's no expectation that they're all going to have their tickets on them anymore. Because, yeah. oh, yeah, my buddy had it. He's uh, he's, I, like, he's in the bathroom. The last time I went to a Pacer game, which years and years and years ago, paper ticket. And I was in a section where you had to show your ticket to get into the section. 
it was a lower, not my one tickets. Of those, one of those good seats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these season tickets. Um, and so, and then if you go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, if they're on it, which isn't every year, they'll have people that will check your ticket and won't let you into a grandstand without you having a ticket to the grandstand. So, I'm um, Seattle, they're going to, yeah, can you imagine like somebody comes in, Mark's got a 25 ounce beer and a bra, whatever, and like, hey, you need to get your phone out and show me your tickets. Like, I can see that's not a thing anymore. Mark, have you been to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Have you come out for any practice, qualifying, been to a race? I don't think so. I don't think I ever have. Now, I think I've been now, driven. Now that you've it. achieved co-host status, I think you need to come hang out with Zach and I in the month of May and experience it. God, be that, our guest. Paid be for a, by the company. Be a guest of the program. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get nothing, you in there. Nothing else. The people watching. Yeah, is spectacular. We'll, we'll get like you out there for a, for a qualifying day or a practice day, and you'll have you'll have a good time. You'll be I feel our like guest. People don't all look the same out at events like that, like football games. Everybody looks the same at a football and sports game. Well, Every it, single it, one at a you. football game, they, everybody's got their Colts blue on, right? They've got their Kansas City Chiefs colors on, and they're they're set. Yeah. You've got all the team colors, all the, and then at, at IMS, there's also just track attire where they're trying to go, yeah, chic slutty. They're trying to go. There, there, there's a lot of there's there's jorts. There's a lot of Americana. That's yeah, Ameri- you, you get it all. Say, white trash Americana. I say yeah, there's a lot of American flags at events like that. I feel like. Well, right. Memorial Day weekend, they carb day. It's like tank tops, a lot yep. of Abe Lincoln shirts with yep. the sunglasses and the beer, whatever. So, never been. We are staring down perhaps the blizzard of our lifetime, Zach. This uh, this this weekend, are we allegedly? <laughs> uh, we set a record. We beat the blizzard to seventy eight in one statistical so category. So our. Boomer yeah, parents, <laughs> our boomer parents. Have you you've heard of the blizzard of seventy eight? I've definitely heard of it. Okay, yes. yeah. You can't you can't walk ten feet without somebody stopping you on the street and say, "Hey, did you live through nineteen seventy eight? No, <laughs> I'm forty. No. Also, we just lived through a we lived through a global pandemic. Like that is bigger than one snowstorm in than, February yeah. of nineteen seventy eight. Forty six years ago, whatever the hell it was, this week, right now, right now, it was the blizzard of seventy eight. There is a indicator that we have actually, in fact, this week twice broken the record for the low pressure. This whole Blizzard of 78 business was started because they had a horrific low pressure system uh, that came through. And our sea level pressure uh, on Tuesday was below the magical number uh, for the Blizzard of 78. On Tuesday at 3 o'clock, we achieved... 981.8 981.8 megabytes. We don't know what it means. MBs. Uh, I think it's of pressure. Something of mercury in it. Mercury. Mer- Inches yeah. of mercury. It, yeah, sure. That's it. Uh, which is uh, worse than the blizzard of 78. And then apparently. Well, I'm sorry. It was fractional. It broke the tie. All right. So this happens before. This is so it's basically when a low pressure. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. The the 1978 was it was at 984.4 and we have achieved 981.8, which means that we were three units lower. I thought you said we broke it. We did. We broke it. It's low number. Low low pressure. Yeah. High high pressure is normal. This is a low low pressure. pressure. So this is the lowest number we have ever achieved as a society. Now, apparently, Low barometer, uh, low barometers actually can mess with your health. So if you felt the headache this week, probably that kind of feels. Yeah, I, I remember in the 
yeah. group chat. Like a, a like tension I, headache I or, if, or like if you were up at high headache. altitude or whatever. Um, and it's basically screwing with your sinuses and potentially your blood alcohol or your blood uh, uh, oxygen, oxygen levels. levels. Mm. Um, so that was the thing. But we broke the record. This, okay. the, the low air now was worse than the low air we had back then. I got talked to about how bad the Blizzard of 78 was because of your post. <laughs> because of you? <laughs> yeah, because he called it out on Facebook. And I, t- I, t- I told my, it was my mother, and I said, well, the, I was like, the problem is, is that we are not allowed to experience any winter weather phenomenon without being told it wasn't that bad. You didn't live through the Blizzard of 78. I was like, it is the uphill both ways in the snowstorm to school story. National Guard. Yeah. Jesus. They hadn't invented heat yet in cars or vehicles or. Yeah. We survived a global pandemic. The world stopped. And you guys just simply had, had, had to stay home uh, with, with, with a fire going cold and it was cold outside and and society didn't collapse or need massive government intervention to like keep people afloat financially. Like I was like, you guys lived in a society that just took care of it. Our society can't apparently take care of it very well anymore. So it was a better time. I mean, I welcome some cold weather and some snow, but I don't. So I'm not following. I haven't been following or paying attention to any of the posts or shares. I'm just like, no, this, I'm not into it. I just saw Jeremiah. We'll we'll see. This next week, it's going to be very cold. It's January. That happens. We've, we've dodged it for December was very mild, very pleasant. We've dodged the worst of it, but now we're getting ready to buckle down and have to deal with some some troubles. I think no it's going to be like three, four, five degrees yes. below zero next week early. Uh, I, you know, I just checked today, and it's I don't think we have any below zero. I think the coldest I saw was one. Okay. But That's, the high one day is like eight, which is single-digit highs for this part of the country are, I wouldn't call them abnormal, but they are not common. Thoughts and prayers to the water department? Oh, my gosh. Yes, those poor people. Tuesday seven degrees. Tuesday yeah. seven. All right. So, yeah. okay. so okay. I mean, it, here's the here's cold for here. The part that I'm nervous about is that it's going to be like 50 mile an hour winds starting tomorrow. 50 mile an hour winds suck, especially if it's getting cold. <laughs> it <Yeah>. blows. <laughs> Let, well, it depends on which. If you're facing west, it's really blowing. But if you're heading east, it kind of feels like it sucks. Uh, that's a good point. That's a very yeah. good point. It's that low pressure that's, system I mean, that's coming the stuff in that starts like. Breaking off tree. I mean, like you're not even without. Hopefully, you keep the precipitation down, so you're not covering things with ice. But even then, just it gets that cold. Stuff just breaks because it's cold. We are in the yeah. Ice is what sucks. The ice is what sucks. But even then, like tree branches and stuff will probably still come down. Even just the wind and the cold. Yeah, Mark, do you? How do you consume like your weather news? Do you just wait for your favorite podcast to bring it up? (laughs) Yeah, I listen to this. uh, (laughs) So to to learn about uh, pressure. So we are Uh, no. I got. the only app I have is just Weather Underground, and I used to follow it like often, especially when I worked outside a lot. But like, I I usually welcome snow over the last few years, and I've like just been super disappointed in the last like two years of weather of in the winter. And I'm just I just I don't know if if I hear people gossiping about it a little bit, I usually won't like look at the Facebook posts and blah blah blah. I'll just go straight to my app and be like, yeah. It's- Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the we'll weather see. app. I just open up the weather app, and every couple of days, I'm gonna check out the seven day forecast, whatever, and then check out. I mean, you know, yeah, wasn't it like for tomorrow we we're supposed to get a shit ton of snow, and now it's like 45 degrees and 100 percent rain. Oh well, yeah, at one point. So, so the, I, I think and today was happened. pretty warm. 
is that like we have these internet there are some they they've they've been around a few years now and they're meteorologists who just create a Facebook page. Yeah. And they cover they cover an area. So they'll cover Indiana or Ohio or you know, BAM or Indiana Weather or Online, whatever. They're they they've been around, so they're not total fly by nights, but they've to me, they've developed a reputation of they take all these possible models and then they pick the two or three that are most severe that get you the clicks and they get everybody spun up. And then uh, the day before it turns into, oh, the other model's going to hit and it's, it's going to rain, guys. We're going to be fine. Yeah. So, and from going, yeah. we're not going to have eight inches of snow tomorrow. We're going to maybe have an inch or it's going to rain all day. Two, was it Tuesday? We got a bunch of rain. It rained like it rained like all day. And I, my, Phone. That would have been the blizzard of 2024 if it was. Yeah, it would have been nasty. It would have been nasty because I think we got people. I, mean, I, have been shut, here, I don't know when the last shut time. the hell up about 1978. I, but I'm, no, I'm nine years warm. old. And I have a rain gauge in my yard, and I hadn't dumped it in a while. But it had like almost three inches of rain in it today when I dumped it. But my phone said it's going to rain tomorrow. But my work laptop, whether I want to or not, has some stuff that's going through the corner of it. It knows where it's at, and it kept saying at the bottom five inches of snow tomorrow. But like. I'm like one of you two needs to figure this out because this is not <laughs> yeah. this isn't agreeable to each other. But I kind of want it yeah. to happen just so we can top the blizzard of some of the Facebook we shut them weather pages are hilariously bad though. I think and so one of them I'll call them out. Oh yeah, I will. I won't pay attention. To yeah, okay, one. I'll, I'll just say that one one of the name one of them the name is like they pulled a sound effect out of an old Batman series. Bam. Yeah, they go. They got it so wrong a couple years oh, ago. Weather? Okay, yeah. One of them, they they got it so wrong a couple years ago that they posted telling people to stop picking on them and be nice because not everything's perfect. Or whatever. Like they were like, it was like this. They sound like IndyCar. Negative is. Oh out. my gosh. Negative the, the, the post out, was literally like, "Mom and Dad, they're being mean to me because I missed the forecast again." There was a, a couple winters ago where we did not get a significant snowfall like the entire winter, like more than a couple inches. And I think that they predicted 12 to 18 inches four times. And when was the last time we got 12 to 18 inches? It's been a while. But I, they every time it was a snow system, they were like, oh, here we go. This is it. This is it. Buckle down. And it's like, no, no, not, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But they got the clicks. It does suck. Like the weather, the weather, the gray skies. All we of got that. killer snow over the weekend. It was, it was gorgeous. It was very pretty. I had a, I had posted a picture. Did we? It was. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a postcard coming up. Maybe you guys got uh, coming more up than Greensboro Point. Oh yeah, I think I remember your post. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like Westwood looked amazing. Yeah, that's right. Westwood, oh. Westwood, Newcastle. It, they looked, they looked great. I, but I, I, I went to Indianapolis. Now. It was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing there. Uh, but yeah, it, it looked, it was phenomenal. And a lot of people made snowmen and all of that cool stuff. You got winter out of the way. Um, snowmen never look as good as they do in the movies. I will say that people need to do better. You're an artist. I think you could do better if you had enough snow to work with. I don't, I don't want to build snowman though. <laughs> I want, you want to sing the song? I want everybody else to do better for me. So, oh no, you're not oh, yeah, it's, it, it's on the, <laughs> it's on the ground. Uh, Gray skies, short days, all of that. Like it's for us, our Sarah and I had this conversation. Like our life changes when we hit winter time. Like instead of being gone and in the camper and, and on the road and enjoying things, we're we're at home. Like it's it's like how much more Sarah is watching the Desperate Housewives of Utah, and I'm she's she's tired of football, and I'm I've you know the the drama shows the, the where they throw a camera in. 
We can. We, neither one of us can take any more of it. So since, so whatever it is, I, I finished it up two days ago. So after cross country season and camping season ended, I just went to watch Ahsoka, and I was like, I don't know who this person is. So I started watching Star Wars in chronological order from the very beginning to the very end, and I finished it this week. <laughs> what are you gonna do you for finished, the rest of? You finished I looked, the internet. I looked up. I don't have the exact stat in front of me, but it was like seven days, fourteen hours, and so many minutes of. And I'd watched it in like a matter of like three months. I was just thinking about that today, actually, because we were talking about the Matrix. I was like, I wouldn't mind watching like the first one and the last one again. I'm like, at that point, I feel like I should just commit to all four of them. But I'm like, man, that's like a lot of hours I'd have to sit down and commit, let alone start. A couple years ago, I did the entire Harry Potter, all eight of them. And I'd never seen them before in my life. I just sat down with Sarah and I'm like, let's do it. I I knocked out the last three in a weekend, a day and a half. And I walked, there was a a series near the end called resistance. And I was like, man, it's going to take me a little while. It was like 40 episodes, but they were like 25 minutes an episode. And then if you watch star Wars, you'll figure out that every episode's four minutes of credits at the end. It's like 20 minutes. I watched it in two days. Rogue one could have just been an email. Like the entire, if you watch Rogue One, everything that happened there could have just been on a flash drive. Yeah. Well, it was literally just a backstory. It was essentially the backstory of a flash drive. That's what that the movie's about, a flash yeah. drive. And then, yeah, I know Chris Gall wasn't super happy. He's like, are you going to rank him? I'm like, no. Like, I, one of the things I tell about myself is about many things. I'm a fan of many things, a connoisseur of almost nothing. Like, I don't, I like barbecue. What type of barbecue? I don't know. Barbecue. Lots of barbecue. Like there's yeah. many Kansas times. City, Memphis, or Carolina. I don't like, I don't like the stuff that's straight vinegar. But like for the most part, though, whatever I'm in the mood for is why. But, so, but like the Star Wars, I even have friends like the last one's kind of a mess. I'm like, I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed watching all of it. But it was just like it gave me something to do. But just rip, but I've, I've never sat around and watched so much TV in my entire life. I've never seen a single Star Wars. I had only watched the original before but. this. I'd only watched the original three movies and I watched the Mandalorian and I watched the season of Ahsoka, but I was so confused because if you did watch the original three, you have no idea who Ahsoka is. And then I realized when I was going through, there's other Star Wars I could watch now too. There's some old cartoons and stuff. There's like a set that says, if you want to watch Ahsoka, here's what you need to watch. And it was like five things. I yeah, like, I don't want five to open that things. Door. I watched like that's seven. a lot of homework. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't want that. That's work. Yeah. Thanks for the. Work. I and you know though, I didn't mind it though. It's like it was what I wanted to do. And I'm like, well, this is cool, and it's. Um, it was interesting to me to watch something that started out whatever 40 years ago and is extrapolated in this massive mm-hmm. thing. And even today I was watching, I watched a, uh, a John Williams award ceremony thing. And just cause like I'm a John Williams fan in part cause of star Wars. So yeah, I, I just take it like to, to get through it and it, it, yeah. you've got your hobby. We had Mark, I'm sure you have something to do, but I, I just try to break winter up into smaller manageable chunks to get through it. To oh, not yeah. be I, to I'm not be like crushed miserable. by it, yeah. yeah. To be like, oh god, it's not you know, you don't have you got through New Year's Day and it's like okay, unless you're a government employee, your next day off is going to be Memorial Day. Yeah, like, like it's a huge screwed. period of time. No, over the last couple of years, I've uh, picked up snowboarding and like I'm very new to it. I'm only uh, I think like two or three seasons in, and that's a very heavy word when you live in the Midwest and the only place here is like paoli or, or paoli. You're right. And, or, you know, you know Michigan, I, which I have plans to, but it's like, even then like that there's no snow up there right now, like immediately over the border. Some of these places are still just uh, opening up unless you go up to like the upper peninsula of it. But we've had this yeah, conversation too. Do. We've had this conversation on the show is that we are just like in a mud spot. 
Like if you live in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northern Michigan, even if you live in central Michigan, you can get to where the, where the, it's reliably frozen and you can do all the winter sports. Or if you live in the South, you could go camping, you can go fishing, you can use your boat, you can do all your stuff and play with your, all your toys all through the winter. You get here and it's like, it's too crappy to actually use your camper. It's like too you like crappy, but it's not, and wet. but it's not nice and it's not bad enough to put an ice shanty out on a lake. No. Like you can't do that. So it's just yeah. like this weird, you know, we it's just that, money. If we get that, it's like a three or four week window. Yeah. If we get it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what I've learned. I like, as far as like paying attention to the weather during the winter is like, you know, if it does snow, if it's cold enough to go, you cancel plans and you make, you, you have go to go now. To, you go to perfect North because I think I bought a pass the last two times, last two seasons. And I think I went every weekend once a week in february and then like into march maybe i think i went a total of like eight times like the first year and then this last season i think i was like just over like maybe like five or six times and it's like it was just enough to pay for my pass and it's like it wasn't really worth it you know what i mean we would take a 4-h group to um to uh, Valley's Edge snow tubing just in New Paris, Ohio, right over the border, like 45 minutes east of us. I've heard of it. Yeah. And you could buy a day pass and go for a couple hours and take up a group of kids. And it was, it was reasonably priced. But those guys, they can't make snow unless it's cold. And I, I you would get to like February 10th, February 15th, and they would end up never running again for the year because they, it would be too warm for a few days in a row. Their snow melts and then it's gone. Season's over. So they get like, they just open, right? They just now got to open. Uh, they go and so from like New Year's Day to like February 10th, five weeks to make your oh, yeah, entire that's what I'm saying. year. Like, I mean, there's it's no cold, time. You go. Like, yeah. There's no, oh, we'll see next weekend. You, no, because it's going to be 45. And you yeah, know. you get to February. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. So you're like, well, not necessarily. But we, that's when we we could get a weird cold snap of fifth or warm snap of like 50. It'd yeah. be 50, 55, 60 randomly in February. And then you might just hold out and then you might get snow again in May or whatever. Our weather's just random, but yeah, you got to find. But when you get to those March and April snowstorms, they're over. Like it's, yeah, you it get it and it's done. Day. And this is, this is the hope and optimism that I bring into it every time is I'm just like, I can, if I can get through the end of February, we're okay. We're good. We're there. The days are getting longer now. And that's how, that's how I, I mean, talk. The days are already through. getting noticeably longer than like the, the way daylight savings time kind of brings winter crashing down on us is rough but it's already getting better that's that's always been my biggest complaint is the short days i can't tolerate it being dark at like all day and then at 4 30 the sun's starting to go i i i can't process that i've never liked that at all like, i hate it so much i try to do the whole like vitamin d thing which i still do but it's just like the only real supplement for that is getting sun and just i don't know i, I am sucks i hate sitting inside doing nothing all i have time. a countdown on my phone we are going to the caribbean in 23 days getting some fun. sun and getting the hell out of here and we'll then when you get back really quick when you get back it's like huh we're halfway through february it's springtime we'll be camping in just a couple weeks Yep, good to go that's that that's my hope that's how that's how i get through it easter's like the end of march this year yeah too so that's kind of a spring holiday Zach, you got any final thoughts for me? No, I saw Carl Pointer in the chat. I believe Carl Pointer ran into him when I was running in the snow um, on Saturday. He was biking out on the street in it, which the streets were not too bad, but 
Um, I was super excited to get out in the stove, but it was gorgeous. So I wish it would have stuck around. Carl has Carl all of the savage. He has all the color matched vehicles in town. He's yeah, a the, desert the, tan that yeah for life. I didn't know it was him at first, and he might have been trying to wave. But I made. It I think there's awkward. a there's a tu- is it a Tacoma, and then the uh, conversion van, the Tacoma, yeah, right yeah, the Tacoma, and I bet the conversion van is pretty sweet because I have imagined that it's a rolling shop in the back of some sort, kind of for the when they go off and do adventures. But I wonder if he was trying to wave at me, and I actually got I got a high five out of him, <laughs> but. I had a good run. It was nice. It was gorgeous. But other than that, oh, I did want to mention something because uh, Christy Avery mentioned she got Jack's Donuts for Wayne. We have graduated. We have a drive-through Jack's Donuts in Newcastle now. We're over by downtown. It's delightful. They gave us my wife some donuts because we know the people. Drive-through, really? Drive-through. They turned the old that. bank drive-through over off. Uh, was it fourteenth? Yeah, fourteenth uh, behind Broad Street. Yeah, behind Broad Street, okay. they turned it into a Jack Stone's drive-through. I guess they also have, for those people who are so inclined, they have uh, soda pop with the uh, pebble ice. I bet they have a tipping option in that window. They probably do, <laughs> and you should. Probably but you know what it. though? Yeah, <laughs> straight to their face. But yeah, other than that, no, not a lot going on. I was in Jack Stone's this morning. It was a good time. Uh. Mark, it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm Promote yourself. I'm, the, I'm glad I'm the new co-host. Yeah, um, well, you are. Find me here every Thursday at seven o'clock. I don't know who this Dakota cat is. I've never met him. So, don't let uh, him have a seat back. You just yeah, make no, it off. I'm taking this with me. Actually, yeah, so take it. Sorry, take Dakota. It. Um, He'll never listen to this. I, I know he won't. Yeah, if, he if somebody wants a tattoo, how do they? How do they get an appointment? Um, still, the time being, uh, just send me a message directly, uh, whether that be Facebook, Facebook Messenger, or just Messenger at this point. Uh, Instagram, or if you have other ways to get a hold of me, then please do so. Um, yeah, I, I'm still tattooing out of, uh, Greenfield, uh, appointment only. Um, still, like I said, I'm still definitely still new to it and only taking on specific projects. Uh, with that said, I have came a long way within the almost year. So, um, itching to do more because it's, uh, it is very much a dry season right now. I'm certainly feeling it, and I'm pretty sure every other tattooer is feeling it from what I've gathered. So make that appointment, or at least reach out. Come come get your permanent body art. Yeah, you need it. So It brings happiness. I heard that it, it adds five minutes of daylight to your day. Just by getting just yep. by getting that new that new flash art. Get two of them, see what happens. One on each cheek. Uh racing news, uh, Alex Pillow is going to drive in the Rolex 24 at Daytona in the car that our boy Chris Wheeler is on. Chris Wheeler and his Ganassi team, Chip, uh, Chip Ganassi, the Cadillac uh, performance racing team. Uh, Alex Pillow, IndyCar, two-time IndyCar champ and friend of, uh, friend of uh, the Moral family, uh, going to do the Rolex 24. So that's pretty cool. Death to SRX, long live IROC. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened, but the uh, SRX series started by... funny Funny story for you, Mark. There's a guy named uh, Ray Everham. You know Jeff Gordon. Jeff Jeff overlooks over is over Jeff here Fah, with the, uh, the with his Coke uh, Coke poster. Uh, I'm getting texted. Where Wait, does Mark just, tattoo in Greenfield? Uh, Black Sheep Tattoo Society. Black Sheep Tattoo Society. So so Jeff Gordon, his crew chief back in the day was a guy named Ray Everham. Ray Everham was uh, was a young guy who uh, he his before he started with Hendrick Motorsports and was with Jeff Gordon. He was. Uh, like the gopher, the guy that ran and prepared all of the IROC cars, which was like the the uh, International Race of Champions series 
12 equally prepared cars and they would take somebody from IndyCar and from sports cars and from maybe drag racing and maybe maybe this. NASCAR I used to watch and they would put the them all together and then put them on a neutral track and they would run together. And the series lasted for like 25, 30 years. He's always had an affinity for it. Uh, he made a career championship crew chief for Jeff Gordon. Uh, he retired. He had his own team. He retired and he said, I'm going to start up something like this IROC thing from back in the day. So he and Tony Stewart came together and they made a series called SRX where they raced on dirt and they raced on asphalt and had a couple of seasons on national TV, little mini series in the middle of the summer, five, six races a year, Zach, something like that. Yep. Um, and then somehow Ray left SRX last year. Kind Quiet. of awkwardly, quietly, quietly but quietly awkwardly, and awkwardly and, yeah. but it was not, it didn't sound like it was on happy terms. So it's gone. <clears throat> and then earlier this week, there was news that the IROC name and likeness and everything has been purchased by Ray, Ray Evernham. And everybody's like, that's cool. And they're like, we want to get on track this year. And everybody's like, that's really fast, really fast. And then apparently quietly some of the cars today, SRX, the series that Ray started mm-hmm. Announced, yeah, we're not having a season this year. So now it's like, oh my god, and, what's and, happening? I, we don't know. I didn't. They've know. already sold tickets. Yeah, to the I, SRX not, races. I didn't fact check Andrew Bowman, but Andrew Bowman said they had a schedule and were selling tickets. And so, interesting. That, and, and I heard that interesting. Yeah, the times. race that they might do is that Iraq might do. They they have vintage cars. So I would not be shocked if quietly Ray Evernham has found and assembled a stockpile of old IROC cars because if you've followed any of Ray Everham that sounds like a very Ray Everham thing to do he he collects old race cars yeah yeah SRX had had a deal with ESPN and they were going to have six races this year well they had oh, five so of them committed and set they were going to go July 11th through July August 15th and you could buy tickets at Stafford Speed you could buy tickets at any of the races they were set to go to if I recall there was no announcement that Ray Everham was no longer affiliated with SRX. And what happened was people started asking him about it, like questions like, hey, what are they going to do this year? And he was just like, I'm no longer affiliated with the SRX series. And that was how it kind of came to light. I'm blaming Paul Tracy. He crashed so many cars, cars last year. Ray got fed up and said, I'm done. That No, that they had to bankrupt the series. Think, yeah. They couldn't pay for it. They, the, Paul Tracy was just too much. That was, that was That's the story we're sticking with. All right. This has been fun. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. We're going to have, if I could ever figure out how to make the website work, I'd put you on there and say you're a co-host. Hey, Pete, hour and five minutes. Hour and five? That's tight. That's tight. faster. Than, that's a lot less that's, than two hours. That's, a lot less than that's two faster hours. than a Pete the Planner episode. That's what I was And we thinking. even talked about tipping. Yeah. We'll see you all next Thursday.